This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. Now, this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. I'm your host, Brian Briscoe, and this is another multifamily brief episode. So hope you enjoy it. Today, we're going to talk about incentives. You know, there's a lot of incentives in this apartment investing industry, but I'm going to talk about the general partner's incentives and how that kind of weighs into how things are done. So when you look at incentives, you know, what, what are the things, what are the carrots that are in front of us that make us want to act. I think one of the big things is just money. People are motivated by money, you know, and it's not really, you know, having the big dollars in the bank accounts, but it's obviously what money can buy, what money can do for you. And I think a lot of people look at the money as being able to buy time freedom. Okay. So when you look at a syndication, let's look at the money that a general partner earns. And typically, the way you set up a syndication, we're just going to do like two hypothetical situations. Situation one, you do a straight split. So like 80% of the returns go to the limited partners, 20% of the returns go to the general partners. Or you can put a preferred return in where the investors get a certain amount until they get like 6% or 8% on their money. And then it rolls into a split where you know maybe a 75% of the returns go to the investors, 20 come back to the, the general partners. But you know, you're looking at that as how you operate. One thing that a lot of syndicators build in is an acquisitions fee. Almost every syndicator I know will have some sort of acquisition fee in that they pay themselves at closing. You know, so if if the purchase price is $10 million, they might have a two to three percent acquisition fee built in. So $200,000, maybe $300,000 on a $10 million purchase, and they will raise more capital than they need to purchase the property so they can pay themselves that acquisition fee. All right. And so when you look at the how the income from the property comes, when you buy a property, you take part in that acquisition fee as a general partner, and the numbers can get pretty fat on acquisition fees. So one of the biggest checks that you'll get as a syndicator comes from that acquisition fee. Now, while you operate the property, the money coming off the property, if it's a straight split, 20% or maybe 25% of the income is divided among the GPs. And quite frankly, there's not a lot of cash coming off a lot of the properties, especially your value-add properties. When you buy those, there's not a ton of cash coming off the properties because you're taking units down intentionally to renovate them. And, you know, vacancies go up, your cash flow goes down. It's something that when I first got in there, I thought, okay, when we buy these properties, we're going to have more and more cash flow. And this cash flow is going to help us. And that's actually not the case. With the 12 or 13 properties that I've owned, we haven't had a ton of GP, general partner cash flow coming from the properties. While you operate the property, there's not a whole lot of income that comes to the general partners. There is some, but there's not a lot. It's not life-changing or, you know, it's not going to change a whole lot of what you do. 
Now, how else do you get paid? Well, the next biggest payday that you have, and depending on how well you do as an operator, this could be larger or smaller than the, the acquisition fee up front, but the next big payday comes when you sell. Okay, when you sell a property, you know, you have that 20% or that 25% general, you know, ownership, and you're not able to fully realize that until you sell. So when you look at the general partnerships income, it's very much U-shaped. A big check when you acquire a property, a trickle of income while you own the property, and a big check when you sell the property. Okay. So that's what you earn as a general partner. Now, what are the incentives for doing that? Well, the incentives are to buy and to sell. Okay. Those are the incentives. So as an operator, you want to keep on purchasing properties so you get those acquisition fees. All right. And on the flip side, when you're operating a property, you're putting all that work in and you're not getting paid a whole lot because, you know, there's just not a lot left over after all the expenses are paid, the mortgage is paid, the investors are paid. What's the next incentive? It's like, well, you know, we put a lot of work in. How are we getting paid for this? Well, we get paid by selling. And so the incentive is for the operators to sell the property. All right. And so what you see a lot, and we've seen this a lot in the last couple of years, is people who have come into a property with a three-year hold or a five-year hold who are looking to exit quickly, okay? They can exit quickly if they can, if the market has gone up, like you've seen like 2019, 2020, 21, markets went gangbusters. And, you know, a lot of people were able to sell for much higher prices in a year, you know, sometimes without even doing a whole lot. But end of the day, the incentive is for the sponsors to sell, all right? And this may not be the best thing for investors. I've actually heard a lot of investors bash syndicators because they're trying, they're seeking that that check, you know, they, they want that check. It may not be the best thing for the investors to sell early. When you look at this, look at the incentives. I, I don't think that the typical syndication incentives really stack up with what we should be doing. Okay. I think when you look at long-term wealth, when you look at building wealth and building cash flow, the best way to do it, in my opinion, if it's a value add, you buy, you fix it up, you refinance. Okay. And with that refinance, you know, ideally you return a large portion of that investor capital. That refinance doesn't have to happen year one or year two. You can wait three or four years to refinance, try to return hundred percent of the investor capital, maybe a little bit more, and then you cash flow. And not only are you getting the cash flow coming off the property, but you're also going to continue to build wealth. Okay, that property is going to continue to appreciate over the years. And as long as you're putting a healthy amount into your replacement and reserves, you're going to be able to keep on maintaining the property in its excellent condition. So end of the day, I think that for a lot of investors and for a lot of sponsors, frankly, that is probably the better way to do things. But because of the way things are set up, the incentive is really to, to transact, to buy and to sell. Now, there are ways that you can make the incentives match what's best for everybody. Um, that's a little bit harder to do. And you know, I haven't quite seen a model that I'd like that I think perfectly aligns the GP and the LP incentives properly, but I'm working on it. We'll see what I come up with. Anyway, that's it for today. So as a syndicator, I think you really have to understand what the incentives are. And if you're an LP as well, you know, coming in, you have to understand what the incentives are for the syndicator. And so when you're expecting you know, your money to be working for you for three to five years or five to eight years, and the syndicator comes back in 18 months and said, we just sold, yay, hooray, you know, understand that that's part of the incentive in the game. And it's much more likely to happen than a lot of people want to admit. 
that's it for today and hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. And then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.